The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of on-demand audio for the whole family. Your kids or grandkids can listen to the popular radio drama Adventures in Odyssey and two-minute Bible stories called Quick Sticks whenever it suits you. Whether you're in the car for a few minutes or for a longer trip, these two programs will keep the kids entertained. New episodes are added every weekday in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. As we do on a Monday, we like to check in with the Australian Christian Lobby. Dan Flynn is Deputy Director of the ACL. Dan, welcome back to 2020. Great to be here, Neil. Thank you. Dan, let's focus on the religious discrimination bill. It's not one of those stories that comes and goes in a week. In fact, uh, it's going to be around for some time yet to come, uh, some months ahead before there is some sort of a vote on this. You've been monitoring the progress of the religious discrimination bill. Where are things up to right now? Well, Neil, you're right. We should not grow weary in well-doing because this bill uh, continues and the work continues into the summer. Uh, you'll... Recall that there have been some you know, reports in the media of a deal done to compromise a religious discrimination bill, um, and we are hoping that that, is, that has not been done and have written to the Prime Minister last week for clarification. And while we uh, attend to that issue, uh, ACL and a number of faith organisations uh, and a number of members of the public will make some submissions to a couple of inquiries that will be conducted over the summer both a Senate inquiry and a, a, you know, a human rights, I think they call it a human rights joint committee will consider this. So there'll be a lot of MPs working over the summer on this bill because um, Prime Minister Morrison is keen that this bill passes in February uh, before the, um, the budget and before the election in you know, May or before May. Dan, we'll talk about the committees in just a few moments, but uh, when you hear of the backroom deals being done and trade-offs that actually may inhibit what we think of as religious freedom, uh, the, the, the idea of the Australian Christian lobby uh, threatening to walk away from that, uh, that sounds a lot of people will be saying, well, that sounds like flexing muscles. Some will be worried about that and others will be saying, good on you. What are your thoughts about uh, making a threat there? And uh, there's the ACL and, uh, you know, you've got a lot of people following you. What are your thoughts here about threats to walk away? Well, look, I don't think it's a threat. I think that it's a, it is a, uh, a reality that if, in fact, we were getting a religious discrimination bill, but part of the package was that simultaneously very important uh, protections for Christian schools were being stripped away, then we would walk away from it uh, alongside uh, Christian schools' peak bodies as well. So there's a lot of, lot uh, at stake. We're not really um, flexing our muscles. We're just trying to be very clear with the government, with the Attorney-General and the Prime Minister, that um, uh, we want a meaningful protection for Christian schools in the bill, which we will support, um, but uh, if it has been compromised, we want to know about that and uh, we want that brought to the surface so that we can inform our supporters of exactly what uh, has gone on and what, they, what protection they can genuinely expect from a religious discrimination bill. 
Dan, you say it's gone off to not one but two committees and while Parliament might be in recess until early in the new year, uh, these committees, they'll continue to tick along and uh, they'll be uh, examining this bill in a deep way. Uh, Not time to just sort of rest on your laurels and think things are all good. Uh, In fact, one of the committees has created an online survey. Listeners today could participate in that. Yes, absolutely. And it's a, it's a very good survey, I think, Neil. It is uh, 10 questions. It's clearly been uh, prepared with a view to, um, you know, people who support religious freedom will be happy to answer that. Um, I think you'll, you may think there are some trick questions and feel free to serve one up to me. But I think it's generally pretty straightforward and uh, people of faith should complete that survey and uh, there'll be a, you know, a numbers counting game. Okay, well, how many support a religious discrimination bill, how many don't? Worth participating in. People will find it on our website. Okay, there's 10 questions there. You say there are a curly question or two. Uh, I'm aware that question five is strangely worded, and I know that even on your ACL website, you're saying just take care around question five. Uh, Let me read. uh, It says, uh, you know, do you consider that religious schools should be able to require all students to practice the religion affiliated with that school. If this requirement is necessary to avoid injury to the religious susceptibilities of people of that religion. Yes, it does sound a bit complicated. Uh, thoughts around that question, Dan? I think the my answer to that is a yes. Yes, all students should uh, participate in accordance with the faith of the school. Uh, this uh, necessary to avoid... Uh, offending religious susceptibilities is wording that comes from the Sex Discrimination Act and uh, it's probably also expressed in the Religious Discrimination Bill as well. So it's a bit of legal jargon, but the answer is yes, uh, that we do think as part of the Religious Discrimination Bill to protect schools that they should be able to enforce that all students uh, actually um, uh, you know, share the faith if that's what the school wants because there are many schools who have an enrolment policy to enrol Christian school Christian students, um, and they should be able to do that. People have a right to form communities, form schools. Parents have a right to uh, seek and obtain that sort of education. So I think yes is the correct answer to that. This is where it's strangely worded, isn't it? Because, uh, as you've noted uh, on your website, uh, the first-glance response appears to be a no to that question. So you do have to read these questions very carefully to actually comprehend what the questions are asking before you respond. So uh, uh, responding with your your first initial thought uh, might might actually give an answer that uh, could be contrary to the sorts of things that might give that true freedom response. So you've got to take care when you are answering those questions. Absolutely, absolutely. And with, you know... You've got very intelligent listeners, Neil, so we have great confidence. Uh, There's a fair bit of strong opposition to the bill that is growing, and that might be evident in those rumours of the backroom deals. Uh, What are your thoughts about opposition to the bill and uh, and how they might be functioning in this time over the Christmas New Year break? Yes, well, groups like Equality Australia and those who are LGBT activists, uh, they don't rest and they are seeking to undermine uh, the bill. So the religious discrimination bill, uh, you know, in its unaltered form, is a, is a, a good piece of legislation. 
uh, doesn't have everything we want, but it's certainly good. And uh, there are campaigns to basically, you know, create a lot of misinformation about it, that, you know, people will be denied medical care and people will make all sorts of rude and offensive statements to LGBT people empowered by the bill. All of that is nonsense. And, um, you know, there, there are stories, you know, going around that, um, you know, gay children will be able to be expelled from school because of this bill. That is not true either. So there's a lot of misinformation in a very fervent, very uh, frenetic campaign by Equality Australia to, to uh, kick up as much dust uh, as they can uh, to see that uh, religious discrimination is not protected in Australia. There are people out there, Neil, who uh, do not like Christianity and are very aggressive about that. And we are definitely seeing elements of this in these campaigns against the bill. Okay, 21st of December is the date uh, when you're able to make those uh, submissions to that online survey. So I guess, uh, you know, you've got, a, you've got a week or so to be able to do that. But uh, if for people who want to get a hold of that, they do that at the website, the ACL website. You've got a link there, Correct. Dan? It all links through. It links through. It's, a, it's a government survey, so we link through to that. And when people answer that survey, uh, Christians answer that survey, they will be supporting our national director, Wendy Francis, who will be... Um, in Canberra uh, at this public hearing on the 21st of December. And so she will appear in person uh, before this uh, very important committee and uh, no doubt if she can indicate, you know, there are so many tens of thousands of people who support this bill, that will be huge strength to her arm. So we do encourage people to make that uh, contribution. It's not easy. Excuse me, it's not hard, and, uh, but it will help make Wendy's job easier. Okay, it's not the only piece of legislation that's off to committees. Uh, In New South Wales, the euthanasia bill, well, it passed the lower house, still has yet to pass the upper house, but there's a committee hearing that's underway right now. ACL is making a contribution there. Uh, It is. uh, On Friday, uh, this was uh, a hearing in relation to the voluntary assisted dying bill and in uh, the Macquarie room there were Hearings being conducted from everybody on all sides of the argument. Uh, certainly Christopher Bro here uh, spoke on behalf of the Australian Christian Lobby. Uh, he is our, our legal counsel uh, and also South Australian director. So uh, he did a great job uh, highlighting the risks of this legislation and uh, you know just the, the true lack of care that it represents for people who are in their last months and days who need good palliative care who don't need an injection or to be killed to put it you know frankly and um you know new south wales is now one of the few states that doesn't have this legislation and there's no reason it should copy bad legislation from other states so this legislation will be back in front of the new south wales parliament and uh we can only pray that uh it fails or is substantially amended uh, but it is in a. Um, the numbers are in a critical state. Neil, to be frank with you. Yeah, a critical state, and no doubt there'll be a vote sometime into the new year. And uh, these inquiries, they prepare reports, and uh, and therefore you hope that everyone's well informed before they make a vote. Hey, looking towards the new year, Dan. Uh, some are saying it's going to be a tough year, twenty twenty two. On the political horizon, what are you seeing? 
Well, you know, we've got we've got Christmas to get through before we get there, and um, uh, you know, we can take your heart from us. Sign nine, uh, six for unto us a child is born, uh, a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. So, um, no matter how difficult it might seem, we actually serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and that's great hope for people who are uh, doing things in the political realm from a Christian perspective. And no doubt we'll be looking ahead. We will certainly have a South Australian election in March, a federal election March, April, May, my guess. And then uh, we know we have a Victorian election in November. So it's going to be election season. And, um, you know, those who have been out and about uh, delivering the Gospels of Luke and some 4,000 people involved in that uh, will be, you know, I suppose sharpening their political skills uh, in relation to grassroots campaigning in the in the various electorates around the country. It's going to be an exciting year. Funny how our attitudes are around elections and some people just love the idea of an election and they love the commentary that goes along with it, the preparation, the uh, predictions, the possibilities. Uh, others are saying, well, it's a necessary evil. Uh, I have to go out and uh, cast my vote. I know, Dan, you probably think that uh, people ought to be very excited about the elections because there's a certain empowerment that comes with your vote. What are your encouragements for uh, Christian listeners uh, thinking about the elections that are coming in the new year and the possibilities of what might happen as you get to uh, to have your say? Well, it's a great joy to live in a country near where we actually appoint our leaders, you know, where the individual uh, participates in appointing their leaders. So it's a great privilege. And, uh, you know, democracy is, is really a great system. Uh, if we lived in China, if we lived in Russia, you know, these, these are privileges we wouldn't have. So it's exciting that we all participate. And, uh, you know, MPs are very sensitive to what people think at this time, no matter how high and mighty they, they might be during the parliamentary term, whether they carry titles of the Honourable or Minister. And when it comes to election time, it's the people in their electorate matter and and basically uh, that is your listeners and their participation uh, is an important uh, Christian stewardship and a gift from God so um, uh, it's going to be an exciting year for everyone to participate I'm assuming there's nothing yet on your website uh, but ACL as a number of uh, wonderful Christian lobbying organisations will often have uh, uh, the way that policies are developing within the parties. So as a Christian, you can look at both sides and you can get an, an idea of the values that are being represented. This is something, no doubt, that ACL has planned for the next year because uh, uh, you do like to have your uh, your surveys and uh, and good commentary coming on elections. That'll be all part of your plans, Dan? Absolutely, Neil. We reach out to the parties. We ask about their platforms uh, we write to them. We um, have also, uh, we make direct contact with the candidates to see what their views are on the important life issues and uh, those things that are conscience votes because that uh, might be outside of party politics. But yes, we we reach deeply to know and then to basically be able to explain to the voters, okay, th- this is where uh, these MPs stand on these issues. And so, yeah, we do take our role seriously in being able to inform people about um, who stands for Christian values.
Okay, so if there's a takeaway from today's conversation, you can participate in that survey on the Religious Discrimination Bill. I'll point listeners to the ACL website, Australian Christian Lobby, acl.org.au. Dan Flynn, Deputy Director of the ACL. Dan, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. God bless Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.